Vincent gets him out now, and here he comes. Denon Kingley gets up the rail. Golden 60, they roar for their hometown hero. He's a length clear over Salios, running on Mother Earth. It's Golden 60, the locals can't beat him. The internationals can't beat him. This is his house, Fortress Golden 60. 50 metres to go, two lengths in front. I'm Thunderstruck, needing to get there. Alligator blood tiring. I'm Thunderstruck over the top, rumbling. and takes the lead but Mr Brightside's challenging Mr Brightside up to Alligator Blood Cascadian late Mr Brightside in front and Mr Brightside has won the mile from Cascadian the inevitable Zaki joined by Animo who looks destiny in the face at the 150 Animo takes the lead from Zaki Alligator Blood on Thunderstruck but it's Animo clear on Thunderstruck late Animo holding on Animo this time for the big A what a from Wicks down the middle, Kingswell Dream at the 100, it's getting desperate, now Wicks is storming home, Wicks over the top, Ice is too good, but can't beat her. G'day Ponters and welcome back to another Racing Previews podcast. It is moving day at Flemington, Turnbull Stakes Day, the Group 1, and we've got one of the best horses in the world coming down to Flemington. Fellas, how are we feeling? Bet ours paid, the money's in, it's withdrawn, just waiting for it to come into the account. Huge. Can't say I am the same, but full credit to you, Benjamin. You didn't get on the Panthers. No, well, by the time I'd, um, by the time I'd opened my bet R, the odds had already been <sighs> slashed. So yeah, a bit flat. A bit flat. Um, thoughts on the grand final? Yeah. We haven't spoken to you, obviously. Bot and I did Monday, but uh, thoughts, Collingwood. Ah, oh, I don't think you can take too much away from Collingwood as much as it hurts me to say. Um, they've probably been the best side all year. I don't agree with the umpiring decision late in the game, but um, yeah, they probably had their chances before that, and and Jared Berry gave away to. Two stupid free kicks, mm. which he shouldn't have. 120 minutes make up a game, and Collingwood probably deserved to win it in the end, as much as it pains me to say it. The good thing, from a Mooney Valley perspective, is the whole Jack Ginevan thing. Oh, absolutely is... brilliant. Oh, God. Him attending... I, can't believe... I can't believe this. <laughs> Him attending the races on grand final leave. He's agreed to be our Cox Plate Eve ambassador. Uh, huge scenes. Bot, how are you doing? I hope mate? you're not paying him. Because whatever you're paying him is too much. <laughs> Obviously, he's getting paid. Yeah, well, that's that's a bad business move for Mooney Valley. <laughs> oh, we mate, digress. Go, we digress. Look at the social media numbers today. It's not a bad move at all. We digress. I'm good. Um, <laughs> the good racing. I don't know. What do you want, what do you want me I was going to gonna save you then, and I'm just like, nah. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> no, yeah. fuck you. Save me. 
You need saving with some of the horses that you're probably going to back up, but anyway. Oh, give him a form guy you can talk for hours. Talk about life, and he talks for one second. Yeah. That's our bot. Let's go to Flemington. Uh, rail out nine metres, which they're obviously protecting it for the carnival. Um, typically can be on speed. Is that a fair statement? Uh, on Turnbull Day or, or this rail position? Uh, both. Um, I guess so. Uh, I'm not expecting anything as of right now. Um, I think I think that Flemington's been affected by the wind um, most like recently. Um, if, if there's been like a an advantage to be on pace or off pace, it's been due to wind. So we'll just have a look how it's how it's going on the day, and I guess adapt from there. Yep. It is worth noting that the rail was out 14 metres that last Sunday they raced, the Derby Trials Day. So, uh, yeah, it goes to nine now. So there's still five metres of ground that, you know, they're coming in. So there might still be a bit of lane bias there, plus five. But, yeah, we'll see. It's going to be very interesting. Race three, we're talking about the Derby. Is the superimposed stakes for the three-year-olds? It's over 1,800 metres. Riff Rocket, $2.90 favourite from Apuila. Four dollars, ambassadorial nine dollars, rip raw nine fifty, Kasegi eleven dollars, and fist of fury. Would you believe it? Is on the quick backup, and this is the horse that Jack Inven came to see at the Valley last week. So maybe he's go. turning up again. Maybe he's going to be Flemington's ambassador. Um, <laughs> hey, don't say. <laughs> this is um, interesting race. Rift Rocket's been a, about a seven percent firmer from um, Wednesday afternoon. Um, and I, I, I get why I understand why he's coming out of a strong rating um, and he gets strong rating race I think it was Warwick Farm and gets James McDonough from James Collett I think it was and draws inside where his main sort of dangers are drawn to the outside I, I understand why he's his favourite but two horses I thought were interesting was one was Rip Raw um it's Damien Lane on and was quite good. Nice section. It was last time. It was a dollar fifty favourite and Cosguy, who had essentially no chance given the way the way race was run at oh well, Sandown behind um, that serious black I think it's called uh, and, and the poison chalice was in that race as well. Um, I think there's a bit of pace on here. That there's a couple here that might want to come across from the the wide draws and. Um, I think I think there might be a little bit of pace. So if if Cosguy can um, just sort of sit midfield running line, I think he is probably twice as big as he should be. But um, yeah, not not, not a massive betting race. But if I was having a bet, which I probably will end up having one, Cosguy and to a lesser extent Ripraw are the two that I was interested in. Oh, and and I, I hated I hated Apulia. I can't figure. The, the price it's opened was weird and it's drifted since then. Um, it's coming out of that brutal race at Mooney Valley and um, I think it's just living off that one run as a two-year-old behind uh, um, V8 and I can't figure out why it's so short in the market. So I was against it. Yep, fair enough. Right, let's move on swiftly to race four, the Group 2 Manifold Stakes. 
Um, this is for the girls over 1,600 metres. Legacies, can she bounce back? She's $3.50 favourite from Poifect. Massive firm, a last start, $6. Dasonic Boom, $7. Nadachi, $9.50. Aprilia, $12. And Zardozzi, very unlucky runner last start, is $13. Uh, I am betting in this race and I'm, I'm backing Legacies to return to form. It was a uh, dis- heavily disappointing last time. As I don't think it jumped odds on, but it was close to it. It was odds on at one stage. Um, but the market expected it to improve about a length and a half last start. That's what the market expected of it to do. It didn't quite do it, but um, the market's not stupid. And I think that there was a strong wind and it was exposed early in the straight. I'm not a massive believer of that sort of stuff, but if you're looking for an excuse and wanting to back a horse off a one bad runner, it's quite it's quite easy to forgive it because there were there were a couple of horses that were quite affected, quite heavily affected by the wind at Flemington that day, um, and I think it can roll across from Barrier Fourteen. Uh, and I think it should be sub three dollars, two dollars seventy is the price I have it. Um, I've already bet, and I think three fifty is good odds still. So, um, I would be taking that price. So um, Matt from fourteen, you've got it coming across and settling oh, first I'd, couple. I don't. I don't necessarily have a designated spot for it, but I'd be very, very surprised and disappointed if they went backwards. I just expect them to find a spot from the wide barrier going forward. Um, but a horse like Poifict, um, in in comparison, I think will go back because it's it's got a, a history of going back, and I, I'd be surprised if it went back instead of Legacies. Like Legacies has got, it's easy to forgive Legacies because she's got those two two ratings. Um, in like in she's done she's done the two big ratings twice, and she flopped last time. But you get. They they bet four dollars and and like three fifty is like still a nice enough price to to back her to get at least back to her form and and at least go on to what the market expected her um, to do last time. So I thought against pretty much nothing really. That like I like I could have something small on Coco Sun and also Chill the Krug at massive odds. BSP back to Zardozzi last weekend and <laughs> it was sickening. It never got out. So I think it maybe Zardozzi is half interesting as well. I think it'll keep getting out because it was a the early markets. Like it it always does this like the early markets overreacted to um just like an unlucky unlucky runner. But um I think it has talent and it showed that it was healthy last time and and its best form is good competitive in this. So um, legacies maybe Zardozzi and I probably have something Coco Sun and something small chill the krug i guess yeah too easy all right let's move on to race five it is the dane hill stakes last year i produced the everest winner in giga kick buenos noches got within a head so can be a very good form reference i don't think there'll be any everest runners this year but of course it will be a great pointer towards the coolmore as always uh 1100 meters i am unstoppable is the three dollar favorite from archo nacho three dollars ninety stretton angel five dollars uh the philly Libertad is $8.50 and Kadinsky Abstract is $11. I'm going to side with I'm Unstoppable here. Um, he's a horse that I've got a great opinion of. 
He is by I am invincible, so he's the be- he'll be the best looking horse in the parade on Saturday. He's an absolute beast. Uh, I thought his run first up in the vein was awesome, running the fastest last 400 metres of the entire meeting. Then last start, I think Zach was just dictated to by a very, very good Ben Malum ride. Um, he had to stop, check off heels, and by the time Archo Nacho had put two lengths on him, the bird had already flown. He does get a one and a half kilo weight swing on Archo Nacho here. I would have loved if this was 1,200 metres, and I would have loved if he drew out a little bit more but nonetheless, I do think he's the best horse in the race. And this little bit of rain around won't upset him at all. One of his biggest wins did come on a soft six track. So I expect that the track will get back to good four, soft five at worst. Um, but that good won't four, we're going to get back to, Lamb reckons. Yeah, well, we listened to Lamb. Um, I thought Stratton Angel was really good last start behind Sheasel Shenanigans on a fast run race. But she just seems really short here at $5. And there is a bit of a pox on that Phillies form. So... I think it's three from four, but keen on I'm unstoppable. Yeah, I'm coming with, I think, on a day where I won't be watching a lot of races, so I'm not going to be giving the punters a hell of a lot on Saturday, but the, the couple of bets that I am having... What are you doing? They're all confident bets. <laughs> Stretching the um, <clears throat> I think I'm unstoppable is, is a great bet here. I think Spanos will have some fire in the belly. Uh, and a point to prove after uh, being dictated to an outridden last start from Ben Mellon. The weight swing here um, could could easily be the deciding factor. Um, not that weights and measures are going to matter a hell of a lot, but um, I just yeah, my only knock on I'm unstoppable is barrier two. But I'm thinking with the rail out where it is, I still think they're going to probably be hugging the fence. Um, not to the outside like normal, but um, yeah, I, I trust Spanos to give it a good ride. And um, if he does give it a good ride and keeps it out of trouble, well, I think he's the most likely winner, which is what the market is telling you. I think $3 is a fair enough price. Um, and yeah, I think he's a, a cracking bet. Uh, yeah, I've, I've already... I'm on um, Kandinsky Abstract. We made it a horse to follow last time at um at Flemington when he at the eight hundred meters so three hundred meters after the start he was giving the leaders which were it was King's Gambit eleven point eight lengths in a slowly run race which is just um just completely just brain dead and now it gets James McDonald and blinkers on for the first time and the sectionals. The last 600, especially through the line, were incredibly strong. I would have loved to see 1,200 metres, but um, I think he'll be up a lot more forward um, here. And, yeah, like, for example, we saw Mahaba win last week at Mooney Valley, improving drastically, but improved about two and a half lengths um, off that Flemington run. And I think if Kadinsky abstract, Kadinsky abstract settles a little bit closer... Um, and sort of improves I, I think he can improve a little bit more than what Mahaba did just just like he improved basically because the um the 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 race shape like you can't you can't give horses that much of a head start um and yeah like the the price is fair being taken a little bit now but I think it's still fair um 
What have I got favourite? I have um, I am unstoppable favourite. Um, he, he probably should have beaten Nacho Nacho last time. But then again, the price they opened Nacho Nacho was probably too big as well. But it's been taken um, into $4. But um, Stratton Angel, who I backed last time and declared the best filly in the country, is now $5 against the boys. Um, is is too short. Like, a, you couldn't have it $5, I don't think. Could you? I couldn't, but you were just saying it's the best filly in Australia, so that means you've got the boys' lengths better. Um, well, they are better. The boys are better this year, but um, I think I think six dollars is her price. They they, they open like four bucks or something. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, I think I I have convincing abstract six dollars fifty. Um, like they were betting like twenties yesterday. Um, Libertad is no good. Um, and it's just, skunk. Yeah, it's no good. Neither's Don Corleone. And then, and Cigar Flick was shorter than Kandinsky Abstract yesterday, which is just like genuinely oh, funny. Um, Waller's got his fascination, fas, fas, uh, <coughs> fascination in his head that Cigar Flick is like an 11, 1200 meter horse. She's not. Yeah. That's crazy. Oh, uh, I don't know. She, oh, come on, bot. She's not. Yeah, probably not. She could have. She look, in, gone. look with your eyes. Don't look at the computer screen at her f- sexy late sectionals or whatever she's trying to tell you. <laughs> she would have run a great race in the flight stakes. Yeah. Mm. Let's move on to race six. It is the Rose of Kingston Stakes, and it features Princess Grace coming out of the weight for age form. She's a dollar sixty from Life Lessons. Second to Amelia's Jewel last start, six fifty. Skewiff, New Zealand visitor, eight fifty. Then your way out to Osbred Flirt, fifteen dollars. Star Tontes, twenty one dollars. And Road to Arataki after a bit of a stinker last start is twenty six dollars. Um, I think Princess Grace is extremely hard to beat here. Uh, the market's saying that, but at the six day racing, we've locked in a dollar ninety five on market open, and we've had a, a decent crack. Um, her first two runs were. Outstanding. I mean, she was just beaten a lip by Fangirl in a wink stakes um, first up and possibly in the inferior ground. Then next, she went to the Memsey and was unlucky behind horses like Mr. Brightside um, and I Wish I Win. If you just watched the replay of last start, you'll probably think that she was disappointing and perhaps she was a little bit. She sat OSL and weakened noticeably over 1,600 metres at Flemington. But that was the day where the headwind was really strong and Ollie rode alligator blood to to suit the conditions. He went really, really slow. She sat outside and she just couldn't go with him when the sprint went on. But she's back against her own sex now. She gets James McDonald on board and she draws barrier five. So there are just so many things in her favour here. She's back to 1,400 metres where her two Group 1 runner-up performances come at weight for age level. And she's not even top weight. Skewiff is the top weight, who does bring some good Group 1 form over from New Zealand, but still, it is Group 1 New Zealand form, not our form. And she's drawn cast in Barrier 12, and I was listening to Mickey Gearin. He reckons you can't back this horse until you watch it parade, because it can be a little bit of a nut job. Um, Life Lessons was good last start, but really... It was a bit of a bunch finish in behind Amelia's jewel. And yeah, I, I 
I just don't have her on the same level as Princess Grace. Are you betting Nick or not? Yeah, I'm with Princess Grace. Nothing that the market's not telling you, but I think she'll just turn up and win. She's leg one of the bet of the day. Mug multi, mug multi. <laughs> hey, bot, you know the mug multi saluted last week? Get around the punters. Better than bank, baby. <laughs> I um, I think I think Princess Grace is probably a fair price at like a dollar eighty, and you probably starts a dollar eighty. So yeah, it might get back out a little bit. All right, let's move on to the race seven, group three, Bart Cummings over 2,500 metres. This race does give the winner automatic entry into the Lexus Melbourne Cup. First Immortals, $3.50 favourite, but he still needs a scratching to get into the race. Uh, oh, no, he's in. He's in. Fancy Man is out. Carini's out. The favourite is into the race. So there you go. Athabaskin, $7. Goldman, seven fifty. Serpentine, nine fifty. Shayar ten dollars, Virtuous Circle twelve dollars, Future History twelve dollars. Oh no, I don't think he is because Karini was an emergency as well. Karini was first emergency. Yeah, Karini was first emergency. Oh, he needed two, and he's got two. Yeah, but doesn't he? He, he needs a horse that's actually in the field, doesn't he? Oh wait, no, 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 so no, fancy, no, yeah. no. So Fancy no. Man's come out, yeah, so Karini no, would it. have been in. Yeah, yeah. Karini's yeah. out. Yeah, Literally, yeah. That, that happened. We're recording live on the podcast, 6.44. This scratching's come it's through four at minutes 6.40. Ago. Four minutes ago. Three, three and a half minutes ago, yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Um, yeah, I've fancy been... Man. Fancy Man's running in Queensland, I think. Someone said today on the radio. Right. Um, I want to back Shiraz in this, who started short price favourite. I knew you'd be backing this horse. <laughs> I said to myself before we went on, bots back in Shiraz. Anyway, continue. He he started four dollar forty favorite in this race two years ago and was off the map. Um, it was a kickoff run first up and then was really really strong through the line second up from an unwinnable spot. Now draws barrier four for Chris Weller and will be a lot closer. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see what happens with First Immortal and, and specifically what the market does with it because it was a big win last time, but I'm um, still taking a bit of a jump to have it 350. Um, Virtuous Circle is another horse of interest to me because I think he's still, I think he's better than what he's done yet because pretty much the only times he's been to 2400 plus is when he's gotten to a derby trip and he, sh- he would have won the VRC derby but they didn't they chose not to run and he should have won the uh, AJC derby so he's a horse of interest and so's Goldman who's pretty much run the exact same ratings as what he did last last prep um, but um, in in weaker races and then he peaked third up albeit he did get a pretty soft lead to beat Sulkham and Swords Drawn, but um, but yeah, so so I have I have um, first immortal favorite, then Goldman, then Shiraz, um, then Serpentine. I, I'm heavily against Athabaskan. He keeps winning, but um, just the the ratings just aren't aren't anything okay. special. I don't think. And and Shayar I think can improve because he he worked into a strongly run race into the into the strong breeze, and I think I think there's a bit of a maybe a narrative and it, and it could be true but there's a bit of a narrative that he doesn't stay 2500 meters but um i think that might have just been he just 
he had a bit of a it, tough run. It has happened twice now, though. Yeah, but I know. Admittedly, tough I'm not, runs both I'm times. not backing him. I think he's about the right price, but um, oh, it wouldn't surprise me to. He he did start two dollars ninety versus these. Most of these, mm. anyway. He's a scum. as a as the racing and sports guys say, the yo-yo, the yo-yo camp. He's a, young, he's and a skunk. Him. Nico, who you take it away? Oh, I don't have a firm opinion of the race. I think it's the, the top three. I think the race is probably down to sort of three chances, and they're the top three elects. I was really keen to be with First Immortal, but Barrier 19 just really. Barrier 19 just makes it really hard for this horse, I think. Hmm. Um. If I was to have a bet, I think probably Goldman is the one which you have backed. Um, I think he's just come back a little bit more dour, this preparation. So I think the step to 2,500 metres and um, getting deeper in his preparation will only aid <clears throat> to his cause. I think Geordie is going to give him a gun run from from two. Um, so yeah, I, th- I think if you're... If you wanted to have a bet, and my suggestion would be to back Goldman. I do have a very good opinion of First Immortal, but um, yeah, sounds like Levi was gonna. Sounds like when I heard Levi today, it sounds like they're gonna run. But I don't know. Would you be half tempted to scratch run. and go to no, the Herbert Power next week? But I suppose you're not backing up into the Caulfield Cup a week later. The Herbert Power only gets you into the Caulfield Cup, I think, not the Melbourne yeah. Cup. Yeah, so they probably have to. They probably have to run here and try and win. Yeah, all right. He still can and, win. This is going to be hard. I'll try and bring a bit of clarity to this. I'm very keen on Goldman. I think he's a, an each way special. Um, he's just been slowly, slowly building his fitness. We know that this is a camp. Gay Wardhouse and Adrian Bot. Once they are fit, they can roll up on speed and be very, very hard to run down. As Bot already mentioned, his big win did come third up last preparation in the Roy Higgins. He put three on a horse named Sulcum, who some people are tipping to beat Romantic Warrior in a group one. Who's doing that? A few uh, fucking nuffies. <laughs> there's a few, don't worry, Botter. Um, and Barrier 2, he's just going to get the most blessed run. He won't have to do all the work he did last start, um, last start at Caulfield. Uh, in the naturalism I want to say it was he did a lot of work early and he crossed to the lead he just wasn't ready for that second up 1600 metres to 2000 he gets a lovely platform now two weeks between runs up to 2500 metres I know he's got a lot of weight 59 kilos but if he's going to be a proper cups horse then he needs to be running top three here Um, I've had half a unit at $11 all in and half a unit at $8 um so that's great. No deductions there, and yeah, I just think he's, I just think he's over the odds here. I think he should be just the way the map's going to play with the rail out nine meters. I would have him second favorite clearly and closer to a five dollar chance. Um, I thought first and water was awesome a couple of weeks ago, and the big weight drop for him sixty three kilos down to fifty four. I know it's up in grade obviously, but that's going to help his cause a lot. It's just the map is very very sticky but I might save my stake on him on the day um, hopefully he doesn't start too short because he really shouldn't with the way things are going to work out it's a bit trendy yeah he's lightly raced sort of still progressive trendy and rightly so but um, yeah 
All right, race eight. The spike's going to fly here. Um, not in terms of the not in terms of the pace, but amongst us, I reckon. The Turnbull Stakes Group One, two thousand meter set weights and penalties. The number one top weight, Romantic Warrior, two dollars twenty. He has to carry the fifty nine. Osipenko is six dollars fifty. West Wind Blows, another international, eight dollars. Solcom, eight dollars. Gold Trip has been probably the best backed runner early into eleven dollars. And right, you are Gate sixteen, sixteen dollars. Wiz can't even get 55 kilos. Lazy. Lazy. Yendall's taking the ride off him. Guru's down as well. Oh, I think. Wiz, Wiz, Wiz is too busy on the decks at the Valley. Don't worry about <laughs> yeah. riding 55. <laughs> yeah. Um, map here, Botter. What are we thinking? Oh, um, give me a second. Oh, no, I've got it. Um, West Wind Blows will want to probably lead. He's got a jockey that might not want to, though. I'd, I'd imagine has got no fucking idea <laughs> I'd imagine um, they want to be positive on Romantic Warrior um, depends if Golden's here but he won't probably won't be right you are it'll go forward so Bankmore Uncle Brin will try and be forward from the inside gates Osipenko will try and be forward Solcom sorry Smoking Romans is, is there a spot for him uh, yeah he'll probably try and roll across as well I guess um, maybe Spanish Mission tries to go forward um, Sulkin will try probably try his hardest even though he might not be able to but he's drawn two so he's got to fit in somewhere um, yeah, there's a bet that you can't have in this race a dollar ten for Sulkin to miss a kick yeah <laughs> um, yeah uh, I don't know it's a, it's a bit a bit up in the air really like there's a, a, a is it though? No, the map look. is up in the air it's, the result I, isn't I, well no I don't even think the map is Romantic Warrior's got good enough gate speed that he'll just go, and if Jamak wants to lead, he'll lead. No, I'm just saying, like in general, not just for Romantic Warrior. I don't, I don't think he's going to lead. Well, I think he's going to be up there on the speed, though. Yeah, well, is there a chance matter. he finds a one-one? Or it doesn't matter where he, doesn't matter where he, where he goes. Who's going first, Nico? You or me? Oh, I'll go. Go on. There's no possible way that Romantic Warrior will get beat. <laughs> Jamak, can fall off, get back up, do a cartwheel. <laughs> And still win. It's as simple as that. The disrespect this horse is getting is really quite, like, starting to do me, actually. <laughs> some of the horses that some of these so-called analysts are sticking up for to beat Romantic Warrior is dead, just dead set disgusting. Go, Nico. Like, should just, go. Just, ha- just, just hand your resignation in and go over to a hill and voice your stupid fucking opinions somewhere else. <laughs> Because they are just completely so far-fetched, you're in absolute fucking fairyland. Seriously. Like, some of the things I've heard on the on the airways and around the traps, just, like, what are you doing, mate? Honestly, just give it up. Agree. Moral. Like, seriously, some of the horse, like, some of the horses that people are tipping to beat Romantic Warrior wouldn't carry his fucking bags on the plane home with his cock's plate. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> I can't I just cannot fathom how some people can be so stupid Romantic right. Warrior is one of the best horses to come to Australia he's got numbers that stack up against any of the good internationals that have come up to Australia to run against our lesser horses in the past Romantic Warrior has beaten the Japs in his own backyard 
who have then gone home and franked that form, and they're not shit horses. And if you're still not sold about that, the only tie into Australian form that you can have, Romani- uh, to buy honour, come to Australia and broke our best horse's heart. It's as simple as that. He went over there, and Romantic Warrior did that and some to him. This horse is being massively overplayed about the issues that he's had. Yes, he has had a couple of things uh, probably haven't gone to plan, but from what I've heard from you, Benny, and from other people, (coughs) Danny Shum is nothing short of a perfectionist. He is the first one to talk down um, and make a fuss over something that isn't. I think this horse will belt this lot and will be very, very hard to beat in a cox plate. To put it in perspective, none of these fucking horses are even going to the cox plate. Mm. (laughs) The cox plate's three weeks away. So this bullshit chat that he's not fit enough, it's a pipe opener, it's this and that... These good. If he's forty percent fit, he'll beat these. It's as simple as that. West Wind blows is our Cox uh, is our Caulfield Cup tip. I fucking hope Spencer gives him a sore back on Saturday because I do not want to cheer for this hack in the Caulfield Cup on our on our bet. It's as simple as that. The more you, you bet, make, you the more you win kilos? responsibly. You probably know you can. He's tiny, isn't he? Oh fuck! I hope not. All right, I am with Romantic Warrior. I think he's an absolute moral. Um, he's one of my favorite horses. I've been following him since his debut, and from day one, he looked like he had a massive engine. Um, even on debut, when he won over 1,200 meters, you just thought, gee, this thing's going to get a mile plus. Um, I was so shocked when I got the phone call saying he's coming here, but I was so excited. And today, or Saturday, is finally the day. Um... As Nico said, this horse has a dollar fifty SP against Golden Sixty. Like the Hong Kong punters absolutely love this horse. He's got a dollar sixty SP against Prognosis and Dubai Honor, smashing them in a QE two cup. Prognosis went back to Japan and won a Group Two by four lengths. Dubai Honor, we know what he did previously. Maybe he wasn't at his best that day, but he won a Ranvit by seven, and then he beat absolutely smacked Animo and Moonga. I think Animo would probably be a dollar seventy in this field. And I think Romantic Warrior should be shorter than him. So Romantic Warrior is a better horse than him. Um, I know he's had... Look, it's always a question mark when you go overseas. Um, you know, new surroundings. He's got to go to Flinton and he's got to arrive three hours early. They don't do that in Hong Kong. But if you served up Ossipenko to Romantic Warrior in Hong Kong, they'd be fucking offended. They would say, who is this horse? And he's $6.50. Osipenko hasn't even won a Group 1. He's only placed in one last start because there was six horses in it. Romantic Warrior is one of the best 2,000-meter horses in the world, and he only needs to be probably 80% fit to be winning this. Um, He's going to get a charmed run up on speed, and I just can't see what beats him. Gold Trip is a very, very classy horse, but he's drawn barrier 18 with a rail out 9 meters. That screams a big STI to me. And Sulcum isn't a bad horse, but again, there's just I'm not pricing him on his Hong Kong Cup win, which he won by four and a half lengths. But you just don't need to. He should be odds on. He's two dollars twenty. It's a good opportunity to bet. But uh, yeah, well, there's a couple 
queries. This will be fantastic. I'm not. I'm not betting in the race. I. I don't like the race. I think. I think it entirely depends on if Romantic Warrior turns up and there's there's got to be some query if he if he runs to his best because coming from Hong Kong to Australia is it, it, if I was a horse it'd be <laughs> here we go this is some rabbit hole uh, if what? I was a horse I so Hong Kong is 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 very different place for a horse than what Australia would be and I don't know. It might might set him off. Like I, I know, like if, if where like, is a great place. Well, like if, for example, <laughs> living living legends, living oh, living legends. Christ. The, the the Hong Kong horses take a, a, a an extended period of time to get used to the surroundings because they're so used to being in a in a box their entire life. So, like it's a it's a narrative, but like it's a it's it's one you can genuinely have. Like and and if he's not running Christ. to his his best form like it's quite I don't know I think you get better 2 or 30 chances than I just I just want to say something I'm going to list the last four proper wait for age international horses that have come to Australia State of Rest beats Animal on a Cox Plate which we backed at $46 Trumpet Trumpet Sir Dragon A steps off the plane wins a Cox Plate Armoury Started second favourite in the Cox Plate. Ran second to Sir Dragon A. Would have won the race if it was a dry track. Lee Grisher wins the 2019 Cox Plate. This horse is a better horse than Lee Grisher at the same time that they came over in terms of their ratings. And we're getting $2.20 against Caulfield Cup horses. And some. I reckon. Make it make sense. Make it make fucking sense, bot. I reckon two fifty is a fair price. Oh. I, I reckon he starts. You know what? You know what happens if there's two fifty punters. He, he's two. He's two thirty five. His best price right now. Right now, I, I don't think it's that stupid to suggest he's going to start two fifty. The thing we haven't mentioned yet is just the world pool betting, which is oh on yeah, Saturday. maybe not. Okay, maybe, maybe he won't start. But but, but that might that might not affect the fixed odds betting. That might only affect no, the totes. Will. No, it'll, it'll, you reckon it will? It'll have some effect. Well, <laughs> well, the Hong Kong punters are going to open their phone on Saturday <laughs> and see Romantic Warrior two dollars twenty, Osipenko six dollars, and go what? Yeah, <laughs> these horses, these horses see a dollar like odds on against Golden Sixty, and they just go bet, 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 bet. What are they going to think against these camels that he's racing against on Saturday? Yeah, they're going to think it's fucking Christmas because it is. They'll, they'll go. They'll go. They'll go full Nico till it bet till it hurts. <laughs> bet till it hurts. Better I'm real. Oh, it's probably the a good thing it. that it's probably a good thing that I'm not going to be playing in close close attention on Saturday, because Mate, I'm just gonna if, I'm just gonna bet. If I'm huh. Lee Jordan, I'm telling the Barrier Boys delay the race, delay the race. Make sure a, short, uh, a horse does a shoe. And just get those Hong Kong dollars in there that last five, ten minutes. Because this thing will generate millions and millions <laughs> of turnover in that last few minutes. I can't wait to see him pay like a dollar for you. This is going to be fantastic. All right. Yeah. We've done it to death. All right. $100 betting strategy. It's oh, shit. 100 on the nose for me. Yeah, we had a few zeros on the end. 100 we'll bank on it. the nose. 
this is what we should have done. We should have just rorted bot. We should have just saved it all up. We would have had about 1,200 by now. <laughs> we could have had it all on Romantic Warrior. What are you doing, bot? I'll, I'll have 100. Don't be Manic, weak. 100 Manic Warrior. Yes. Woo! Nico, I've already taken your bet. You've had 100 on Romantic Warrior. Race 9 is the Gill Guy Stakes. 1,200 meter group 2. Was this the race that Private Eye won last year? Yes. It was. He made me look like an absolute mm, fool. Same. Cost me the quality. Star Patrol is $2.50 favourite from Jigsaw, $5. Say Magique, $5.50. Triple Missile has been a big firmer, $8.50. Zutori, 15s And Showmanship He's a very interesting runner, $18. I've backed two horses all in. Star Patrol, $3. Jigsaw, $8. I really do think it is a race in two. Um, Star Patrol was awesome last start, riding a really, really fast tempo, 14 lengths above the all-average benchmark to the 600 metres. He was a sitting duck late. He laid in on King of Sparta and protest dismissed. Sorry, bot. Um, oh, he just a, stop. He's just a straight-track beast, and uh, barrier 11 for him is awesome. I think he will appreciate... I don't think it's going to be as fast. Snapper and Jigsaw will be up there in the, in the firing line, but it, there's no way it'll be as fast as last start. And... I just think three weeks between runs, he's had enough time to get over what was probably a little bit of a gut buster. Um, and I think he does deserve to be favourite. Jigsaw was definitely over the odds early. Um, this horse went off a... He went out on a career peak last start. Carried 60 kilos in the Hariba Stakes, so he is a proven carrier of weight. And I know potentially his better form is around a bend, but he hasn't really had the opportunity to do it at Flemington. He gets that here, and he'll sit with Snapper in the first few in the run, and I think he'll just go straight past him. Just a matter of whether he can, he can hold out this big closer late. Um, but yeah, no issue with him. His jump outs have been enormous, and I like barrier four for him. Uh, Daniel Moore can point and shoot wherever he wants to. I, I thought they were the only two horses in the race that I could back. I thought same as Jake last start was only fair and lots of people are going to say she returns to Flemington where she has run some good ratings but at the end of the day she was still beaten two lengths by in secret in the Coolmore and it was a really bunched finish something had to run second and that was her oh, really well, wet track not bad form she finished alongside Buenos Notches and Lofty Strike who didn't handle the wet track that's the line I'm taking I think she's oh. way too short at $5.50 and I thought if you wanted to have a small saver, you could potentially have something small on showmanship because he's a good horse at his best. But yeah, you wonder just wonder where don't they're know going. I wonder where he's going, like what his target is, his preparation. Don't know. If you get him to a Rupert Clark and you knew it wasn't going to be an, a highway, mm, true. That race has moved. That, great that's probably race. Six, probably it's six weeks away, targeting. but it's just how firm the track's going to be. That's his issue. Or well, it should be too with his firm knees. on Saturday. He's probably over the odds at 20s. Well, I, no. I thought he was probably closer to a $10 chance, but... Well, I just I don't have... know. I... In 30s. Yeah, well, your prices are fucking mythical, like everyone else. Who are you tipping, by, are you tipping the Philly? Or the Mayor? Whatever it is. No, I had it market. I thought... I had $3 Star Patrol, six fifty Jigs for $7 Cess Magique. And eight dollars seventy triple missile. If no anything, if, yeah. If anything, I'd back Satori, but I don't want to back Satori. Oh god. 
Yeah, so I thought Zatori was out. good. I thought Zatori was good last start, just through the line. I think he ran the, like, the fifth fastest last hundred of the meeting. And um, he get he has D-Lane on. I think he'd be a lot closer. That race, that Star Patrol one, it's an interesting one for form because it's... Well, they went out really quick and they just... like Some of them were like that far back. It's just their run was essentially irrelevant. But One thing I want to say about Star Patrol, he probably wants this, tra- drac- this track to dry up a bit because he is much better on a dry surface. Um, that's half the reason why I took the eights jigsaw as well because he won't mind any sting out. Yeah, um, he could be flat too. Like he, we saw... Um, what's he that? He, what's that? What is it? Um, if he's flat, jigsaw wins. I think Zest Majik could improve drastically. But not a race I want to bet in. Nico, anything? No, nothing from me. <clears throat> All right, let's go over to race ten. Did, did I not race ten? Um, oh, did I forget to put it in? Yeah, I put it in, didn't I? No, you didn't. But anyway, go on. Um, I'm pretty keen on um, not an option. Who? Um, well, I, I want to back Tamerlane as well, but I think I'll get a better price on the day. Four twenty is a bit tight, but I think maybe five fifty six dollars on the day. Is a fair price. Um, Charterhouse is a nice horse, but they're going to do this exact same thing as what they did um, in the uh, the winter championships and get all the way back from barrier sixteen. Um, but yeah, not an option. Beat Pinstriped and Cardinal Gem at the track and trip last preparation. Um, ran some of the fastest closing splits of the meeting at Caulfield behind Viviantra and. An unwinnable position, and when they ride her positive, um, she runs ratings that are pretty competitive in this, and she's twenty-one bucks. So, um, I think she'll box seat here, and um, I'd be surprised if she's not the finish. And twenty-one dollars is large. Sweet. I apologise. You did put in race ten. So ah, I'll take I that one back. All right, we go over to Rose Hill Gardens. Uh, hopefully, it's not Road Hill. It hasn't been playing too bad. Ramwick was actually worse last week, which is a bit of a surprise. But anyway, soft six there at the moment as well, but we think it does dry up at, at least at least to a five, maybe a four. Um, Rail True, Nico. Race five, the Roman Consul. It features Osmosis. He was a very smart winner last start. He's done nothing wrong. He's three from three. A horse who has done a lot wrong is number one, King's Gambit. He's $4.60. Will he ever get back to his... He's really good form, not sure. Celestial Legend, $5, and Royal Tribute, seven fifty. Yeah, I can't see why Osmosis won't just win again. Um, I think he's pretty good, pretty good this horse. And, yeah, it'll be a similar similar race shape to last. I think it was sit outside later, and Rachel will just put him to the sword again. Winners keep winning. Simple as that. Yeah, I agree. I, I'm probably... For what it's worth, I had one unit on King's Gambit at six dollars. But it's probably more probably more of a saver bet just in case Mental like, this health. is this is D Day. Like if he if he oh. turns it up again here and over races, then never again. You can but have him. I just knew he was gonna be backed. He's into four sixty now and I just wanted to have him on side. But major bet yeah. osmosis. Um this horse has been bought by Newgate. China Horse Club or Newgate Farm, whatever you want to call it. 
Um, so for the punters you... out there that are confused, sorry to inter- sorry to interrupt you, Benny. For the punters out there that are confused, twenty six percent they've got. So he's going to alternate his silks from start to start. That's part of the agreement really? they've got. So Derby Racing Silks last start, China Horse Club Silks this start. I've never heard of that. Well, it's funny that they've got this much pull because they've got twenty six percent. So it's not even like they're normally you need to have majority share to have this, but Obviously, they've paid a certain amount and they've started to call some of the shots, I suppose. But yeah, so next, so he's going to the Coolmore after Saturday and he'll be back in the Derby Racing Silks in the Coolmore. That is bizarre. You think, I've he, never you heard think of that. they would have just made a set of silks for both, <laughs> wouldn't you? Like, like when Mytho has horses with Wiley Dalziel, like the old Mr. Quickie colours. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Not, not just the Rosemont Red. They've got the Rosemont logo with the other the colours on. You'd think they would yeah. have made something... The pounding colours. Like that. Yeah, correct. Yeah. You thought they could have made like a China, like a Newgate set with the Derby Racing. A hybrid. Yeah. But anyway, head fuck for punters. But yeah, I think he's a pretty good horse, Osmosis. And for the... I've heard a couple of people sort of knock Rachel King. I don't think... Well, I'm not so worried about her on a go forward horse where she's just got Correct. a point to shoot Correct. it's not like she's going to be back in the field and she has to make decisions where she should get bullied I think she's literally just got to hold on to this horse and if he sits outside the lead again well you saw what he did last start hmm. um, if he was able to cross and lead well super I think he's pretty good he's pretty tactical she's just got to hold on and point to shoot and the horse will do the rest So I reckon the only horse that I've backed a winner of Rachel King's that was off the speed was Animo. <laughs> and it turns out he was pretty good. <laughs> when did Rachel King ride Animo? It was in a Sydney two year old race or three year old race, like early days before anyone knew he was any good. Mm. I think it was like 1200 meters. Um, Osmosis, I thought his first up win was really, really good. Um, first up, he had to, he actually had to absorb a fair bit of pressure there. Um, the leader went out pretty quick for the class royal tribute and punctured up badly and this horse you know rode the speed absorbed the pressure and still found enough to give a really strong kick uh, he's never raced at 1200 meters but i'm not too worried about that he gets absolute map favors here and i just think he's the best horse in the race as i said i want to save on king's gambit um, and the other ho- the other chance in the race is celestial legend who will be suited by 1200 meters but I just don't think he's got any tactical speed early. So he'll be spotting us a head start again. And when you're that far back in the field, you just need so many things to go right. So I'm keen on osmosis and just a small save up on King's Gambit. All right, I don't think Nico had anything more. I think race six, um, NCAP is probably over the line if he doesn't, if he's not over the top. $1.85, you need to have a lot on to get a lot back, but... I'm still undecided whether I want to back him. Um, he could just come out and smack them, or he could get the stitch, stitch at the 400, and that's end of prep. So he's had a very, very busy first prep. I think he's had five runs, six runs. But, yeah, just wait and see there. Race seven, uh, the Hill Stakes, worth $2 million. Unbelievable that horses of this quality are, are racing for $2 million in just a, just a shitty Group 2 race. But... Anyway, I did have something on Young Werther. My confidence has been dented 
by the fact he's drawn barrier 13, got $26 all in and $7.50 the place. But um, yeah, he's, he's been good the last two starts. He's won, he's beat Milford, then he beat Future History, carrying 61.5 kilos. Um, so weight for age is perfect for him. And I know it's going back a while, but he did run quite well on a Cox plate, wasn't disgraced, and he does boast the second to incentivize in a Turnbull uh, a couple of years ago. So maybe he's got his confidence up and he can run a good race. I'd be happy if he fell into a place at sevens, but the barrier hurts a lot. And then moving over to race nine, this is the horse I'm keenest on in Sydney, is the Navision. Um, group three, over 1,200 metres. It's for the girls. Paracel's 320 from Magic Time, 370. Queen of the Ball, $7. She's all class, $11. I think Magic Time should be favourite. I've backed her at $5. I think she's an incredibly good winning chance. Um, first up, she had a really strong SP, $4.60, behind Azfura. Um, we've seen what Azfura has done. Went on to run second to the best sprinter, maybe the best horse in Australia in Imperatries. She was only beaten two lengths, and she was back wide, exposed from a long way out. Her jump out in between runs was outstanding. Back to Sydney way of going, up to 1,200 metres, drawn nine with Nashville Willer, who's absolutely flying. Oh, there are just so many things to like about this horse. Um, she's already beaten Parasol. Absolutely smashed her the day they met over 1,200 metres at Randwick. Yes, I know that was a wet track that day, but still, I think she's more of a 1,200 metre horse than Paracel, who is the clear danger and is a very good horse, but has been a little bit weak every time she's run at 1,200 metres. Um, I know she only got beaten a half by Benedetta last start, but it looked like she had so many things in her favour that day, and she still couldn't beat Benedetta. Um, and I think she's more of an 1,100-metre horse. I think Magic Time will storm over the top of her. I think she's a very, very good bet. Sweet. Sweet. <clears throat> Bot, take it away with your out-wide weirdness Friday, Sunday, wherever it is you're betting. Moody Valley's not that weird. Um, it is a bit weird when the rail's out 7 metres. Maxfield's a 10. <laughs> uh, I'm on um, Captain Envious in race four. Um I can't get the run behind Sulcum out of my head in the Queen's Cup. Was it last year? Or was it two years ago? No, yeah. last year. Last year. Um, I think he's been poorly managed, but he gets into a race where he can sit midfield. And um, if he runs to his best form, he will absolutely kick Affordable's head in. Um, but Affordable's probably... Equally stable change for affordable. Has there been? No. Or was no. he always Bright Oak? No, he's been always. Oh, okay. No. Yeah. Um, and I'm also on um, uh, Frills, who's not not a horse I usually back. He's a she's a squibby sort of thing. But um, most of these horses in this race are not thousand meter horses, and um, I think she can out squib them. Sorry, what race is this? Race number seven at Mooney Valley. Yep. Number five, from Frilled. $2.40 is good odds. Um, I think she will out-squib them. <laughs> Do you know much about the um, the Tiakau thing? Uh, not too much, but I, I think it's better over a bit further. Yep. All right. But and I did know you have one... Ratings, anyway. Did you have one in Mertoa? Oh, there's no prices out yet, but... um. 
Oh, I'm sorry. And I'll say race number five as well. Um, this horse has uh, entered at Moody Valley and also Motoa, but Truffle Finder, I have a, a bit of an opinion of. Um, not suited last time, and I think it'll improve up to a mile. If it, if it gets a run at Moody Valley, which is looking unlikely, um, I think it starts quite a short favourite over Little Eagle and North Channel. And um, at Motoa... Uh, it's racing Poison Chalice, who's a bit hypey, but I think Truffle Finder's um, better than it. So, um, if you, I don't know what I have no idea what they'll open, but if if no, I can't really say that. But um, I don't know. But I I, I like I like Truffle Finder at Rooney Valley. I like I, I can't I can't say back it at whatever price because it's just stupid. But um, I th- he he looks interesting. Anyway, yep. Um, I've got two over in New Zealand. They're probably New Zealand's best two horses outside of Imperatures. I mean, the ones that are still there. Um, Hawira, race six. Um, we actually get to see Prowess go around, which is very interesting. She's missed a few runs and she's first up of 194 days at 1400 meters. But <coughs> I think she's probably going to still be too classy. Um, she's $2.20 favorite from Darcy Labella who's the only horse she has to beat, $2.90. So it's a bit of a match race between them. Um, I do expect her to be just a little bit too good. Um, yeah, her win in the Vinery just said she's just so much better than our Australian fillies. And hopefully she can kickstart a, on, a, on a winning note this preparation. And Matter Matter Race 6, we get to see Legato. I thought she'd honestly be shorter than $1.70. Um I think you just have to wait and see how wet the track is going to be. I don't think it's going to be anywhere near as wet as it was last week when she was scratched. Well, but, I think they should have fucking scratched Tokyo Tycoon while they were at it. Yeah, Tokyo, Tokyo Tycoon, man. his, um, his wheels hell. completely spun. So maybe it was a blessing in disguise that we didn't get to see Legato last week. Um, if it's not a heavy eight, you know, soft seven or better, she should just be winning the Matamata Cup over 1,600 metres. She was awesome first up, over 14. Great pipe opener. 1,600 metres is obviously her best distance. And she's a dead set chance to win the Golden Eagle once she comes over. She's a very, very good horse. And she should be taking care of him. Um, La Creek is holding up her price at 550. She's just lost a leg. Couldn't have it. She's not that good, I don't think. Anything else? Is she coming to Australia as well, La Creek? I'm not sure. I don't know what the, what race there is for. Empire Rose, probably. Matriarch. Maybe a matriarch. It's probably not going to win an Empire Rose, but... Nah, the Empire Rose is going to be hot this year, I reckon. God, I hope you long have a fucking brain and send... But no, it's probably not going to work, is it? If they send alcohol free to the Everest. Is she confirmed? Has she got a slot? I don't think it's confirmed. Oh, it's it's just not about. confirmed yet, but that's the that's the only horse in the year long silks that is going there. If if Waller can't get a group on with Fangirl, surely you just send her to the Empire Rose and just just take it. Like I know he's already got a group on it. I mean, just this spring. Yeah. Oh, she well, got, she got the first up one. Well, she's not going. You'd think Fangirl has to go to the Empire Rose. She's not going to the Invitational because the Invitational is Cox Plate Day. Unless Huey was to come back and ride Fangirl. 
JMX is going to be in Melbourne, obviously. Yeah, go to the uh, Empire Road. She'd be very, very hard to beat. Only got a better stable mate, Princess Grace. Yeah, anyway, I'll, I've taken a group one off her there, but <laughs> I just want to see her in Victoria again. All right. Back lay prey. Uh, well, best bet is the double that we spoke about earlier, Princess Grace and the Romantic Warrior. I also think um, the other two bets that I'm having on the day are good bets in I Am Unstoppable, Race 5, and Race 5, Rose Hill Surf Shop, or as other people will know him as Osmosis. Um, I don't really have a lay as such, but I think the horse over the odds... Uh, will be in the Edward Manifold. I think Zardozzi, for the sake mm. of a tip. I think she was a tragedy on Sunday. Um, and you take legacies out of it. Uh, she's got a, a task ahead of her from 14, I think. Um, and, ja- Jamie. and Jamie's just going, I think. Yeah, she's not riding well. Like, I could have wrote Hedge last Sunday. <laughs> we'll... Jamie isn't riding well, and Chris Waller, you hate, and you just keep finding them. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's Actually, I want to pull you up on something here. <laughs> I listened to the review. What have I done? You had Waller in the gun. Benny gave you the platform to have a proper swipe, and all I heard was beep, 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 beep. You were backing out of the fucking conversation like no tomorrow. If you're going to have a bold statement bot, follow through with it. If you want to have a swipe, it's I want to have a swipe. What are you talking about? What did I say? He knows Chris listens, so you can't be... Yeah, that's true. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> what did I say? I can't remember. <sighs> I'd have to go back and listen to it, but it was something about... Chris... It was... Oh, no, it was about fucking um, Kovalika. He just had mm. to rub the salt into the wounds about saying how he'd win the Caulfield Cup, which all the punters listened to me, I would hope, when I tipped it out at 50 to 1. And then you were saying... Good bet. Yeah. Oh, yeah, fantastic bet. <laughs> and then you said something along the lines of Chris Waller is good, but not good. Yeah. And then, yeah. You had the the opportunity to have a swipe, and then you said... And you just Thrilling it. podcasting this. I wish <laughs> anyway, I could uh, stick around and listen it. to more of it, but Bot, oh, what's well. your back lay, pray? Uh, uh, Legacy's best bet... Um, Maybe not an option or Kaditsky abstract my prey and mm, yeah. um, maybe a, a Puglia the, the lay alright the place isn't a Puglia like $5 well points. I can't think of any other, there's no just lay other, the place then sure the, lay the place alright my best bet is race 8 number 1 Romantic Warrior come on the Hong Kong horse <laughs> I absolutely hate this narrative that he's no good because he's from Hong Kong but anyway my best value is race seven, Flemington, number two, Goldman. Um, $7.50 is far too big for the class runner in the race. And my lay of the day, my lay of the day. It's hard day for a lay. Hmm. My lay will be in the Magic Time race. I think she is a very good horse, Paracel. But I'm just so keen on Magic Time that I think she'll you get beat. Ma- you tempted Max Payne? What price is Paracel? Oh, like $3. Oh, 
you can't. No, this is a fake lay, Nico. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm saying like you can't even have a real lay if you wanted to. Three dollars no, is too big. No, 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 no. I, like I don't, I'm not laying at the place either. Like she'll run well. No, she's a good yeah, horse. you can't lay at the place. You have to but, wait. But um, win. yeah, Magic Time will be absolutely launching home down the middle of the track, race nine at Rose Hill. All right, question time. This could be very interesting. Oh, jeez. How many have we got? Ten. But some of them I can just fly over quickly. Yep. Sam Bertolato, Romantic Warrior by how far? Three lengths. Four. Josh Snelling, what was the reception on Everest Day last year? At festivals, you get fuck all, and it's pretty much a festival with the amount of people. This is a very interesting question. Do you remember? I do. Wasn't Vividly. It? Great time. Yeah, but the reception was fine, wasn't it? Well, it was shit early until we went to uh, a separate area. Mine wasn't not, too bad. Not the but general public can go to. Yeah, you got to remember, yeah. we were in members, so maybe... Yeah, it was sh- maybe... it's shit in general public, general admission. Hmm. If you can get your hands on members ticket punters, I suggest you do so. Yeah. Maybe pull a bit of cash out, just in case. That's Nico's, that's Nico's yeah. pearl. Yeah, carry course. cash. Because sometimes I couldn't get on for bets, so... Run to the bookie. Always just take a wad with your lads and make them hurt on course. <laughs> Tom Clark, how walk-eyed are we getting next week? Full retard or full arrested? No comment. <laughs> this is coming from the bloke that had had 15 drinks on the plane to fucking Perth this morning. What's with this drinking on a plane? <laughs> Stuber and Clarky are just like... Well, he was up the front end of the plane, so he, did, he didn't pay oh, for it. Oh, you absolute cats. You <laughs> he absolute was up the front of the cats. plane. Yeah. He's up the front of the plane. Yeah. Hey, if, the plane if the plane's going to crash, it's going to crash. It's just not your day. You just accept no, it. No, I don't think he was... He's not He's not scared of flying. He's just... Oh, you're saying he's got free drinks or something? He was in business class, yeah. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. I thought you were saying he's scared. No, 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 no. That's our Struber. No, that's our Struber. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, Stu, is Bot okay? Is he broken? And now, is he also broke as well, as in money? Does he need help tipping winners? What happened to Pro Punter Bot? He, he was a winner. I can't afford to eat anymore. <laughs> Part three, if I start up a GoFundMe, will Bot help me out, considering it's his fault? <laughs> Uh, it was a rough weekend last weekend, but uh, on to the next one. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, Joel Lynch, is Stretton Angel good enough to win against the boys? Uh, I don't know. She should have won last time, but um, we'll see. I, I don't, I don't, she could, but I, I don't think so. Yeah. All right. Tice, which horse does Will hate most from our stable? Um, usually bag them all, dear. No, I... Yeah. Bot's not going to be invited to the races anymore when any of them are running the way he's going. He's knifing all of them. No, I'm he not, likes Ryanberg. I've backed Ryanberg. I, I just backed a horse to be... He's beat. just not oh, that you, good. He's just not a group horse. Oh, you put, you put a ceiling on him. Yeah. Relax, Tice. He still likes him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Will, if you could... Lots of Will questions. Uh, Will, if you could choose out of William Thomas, Mrs. Chrissy or Hedged, who would you pick? Oh, um... A half... 100% William Thomas. Oh. 
You're he, he he does things for me. <laughs> that is ridiculous. <laughs> Hedged, Hong Kong, take the money. Will, did you see Exeter slap up William Thomas? <laughs> yeah, I did. I backed him. <laughs> Will, if Hedge wins the Coolmore, what am I allowed to do to you? <laughs> Who's that from? Tice. These are still all from Tice. Um, Naughty Figs. Yeah, that. Oh, wow. Nick McWalter. Heard you tip two winners on Sunday. Who were they? Me? Yeah, Nick. Heard you tip two winners on Sunday. Who said that? I don't know. Ty said that. I tipped two winners. Oh, Hedged and Reinberg. Oh, Hedged and Reinberg, maybe? Yeah. Probably that. Yeah, because they're his horses. That's why. He just wants wants to trump it a little bit more. Yeah. Will, is the reason you're not coming to the I get the A set. Is the reason you're not coming to the Everest because you hate Mr. Brightside? Yes. <laughs> this is strange. Ben, you love to donate money on Savers, i.e. St. Lawrence and Fangirl. Why? <laughs> <laughs> this is good. all Bot's fault. This is very good. This is my um, fault. It's not my fault. You've been fueled rage and Tice is just taking it out on anyone. Tice, the reason is I like to have more of the percentage of me winning I like that to be higher rather than lower and if I think a horse is, that is $8 should be $5 then I like having that bet and just having that security on my side hopefully com- Fangirl doesn't beat Brightside next week or there's going to be tears my computer's going to die let's wrap it up alright tie us up and about uh, Jay Sizzle is there a reason anyone doubts Romantic Warrior in Australia all these analysts etc are hard against it they just like to be hard against Hong Kong horses. Don't know why. Max Mini, who won the 2012 Thousand Guineas and what was the trainer-jockey combo? That is the most absurd question ever. Not sure. Uncle Bryn, over the odds massively in my opinion. Killed it last race. No thanks. Turn it up. Turn it up. Um, he's going well, but this is another... another. He beat fucking floating Lattice last start. Seriously. Wake up. <laughs> All right, three more. Quaddy numbers for Fleming. Oh, we might have oh, to put no. that on. We might have to put that out on Twitter. Yeah. Early thoughts for futures bet Cox Plate and Everest. Romantic Warrior wins the Cox Plate. I wish I win, wins the Everest. Yep. Agree. Agree, bot? Yeah, sure. Sweet. <laughs> How much for NCAP, Princess, Grace, and Romantic Warrior? Don't take NCAP. <sighs> this, this stinks of being over the top. Yeah, that's the just, only thing. Just with take NCAP. the two fucking good horses, not some like. NCAP's a great horse, but he could oh, be over the top. Great horses. Great horses, stretch. All right, let's wrap up there. Do we want to drop the exclusive now or not? What's the exclusive? For next week's guest? Oh, yeah, get it. Go on, go on. Get the time waiting. Back by popular demand. Next Sydney, uh, next Thursday, (laughs) when I'm live from Sydney, we will have... Jules Valance will be back on the podcast next week to preview a massive... Caulfield Guineas Day, Everest King Charles Day. Um, hopefully, you're all tuning in tonight. We can have a fill up and we move on to next week. Catch the like, boys here for the review share, on Monday. Subscribe. See you guys.
Bitch, make it take the wish, make it pop, I make it rain for us, just don't stop. I ain't got the move, I can sit, watch in a fantasy, it's plain to see, just how it be, her and me. Backstroking, sweat soaking, all into my set sheets. Wish me to ride, I'm ready to roll. I'll be in this bitch to the club close. Watching the door, what thing all on fold. Now that that this shit begins to go from side to side. Let the ride break it down. Know what like when you hide and you throw it all around. Different style, different groove. Damn, I like the way you move. Girl, you got me thinking about all the things I do to you. Let's get it poppin', show that we can switch positions. From the couch to the couch. Maybe it's a new age, feel like my new craze Let's get together, maybe we can start a new phase This month's gonna club all these, it's not nice, don't do justice, baby Why don't you come over here, you got me saying Hey, oh, tired of using technology Why don't you sit down? 